millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this particular podcast. Yeah, what do we have in store for you? Oh, just just give me a minute. I have to open up the thing. Um, I talk about yeah, um, Beluga Weekly number sixty-five. This was one that I like. <laughs> it's one that I I I happen to think is actually particularly good. Uh, I talk also talk about the film Twenty Four Hour Party People. This this is what, becoming one of my favourite. Uh, segments of this podcast where I, I just pick a random film or actually, actually get a generator to choose it for me um so yeah uh the last one i watched was 24 hour party people uh you'll also be able to find out uh what next week's film is going to be so yeah um also i do give the wheel a spin but i'm not going to tell you what it landed on this time <laughs> This is the thing because I, I keep thinking back to when i had to keep re-recording the intro because i kept i kept giving away what the um, the six minute shout out was going to be so yeah for the six minute shout out i'm not going to give it away uh, in fact i'm not going to give you any clues this time i'm going to make it a complete surprise um yeah uh, and also i i talk about the uh, increasing possibility that new stuff uh, will make a comeback at some point and i, I i'm i'm aiming for April the 1st, and that's not an April Fool's joke. The book itself is going to be kind of um, sort of April Fool'sy, as in it, it's not going to be. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of just adding stuff to move into a slightly different direction to how it normally is. Uh, but you'll, you'll see when it comes out, it will definitely be worth looking at. Uh, yeah, um, so. That's really all I need to say now. Um, so we're going to get on with the uh, to the first segment, and and that would be the randomly selected movie. So this week it was Twenty Four Hour Party People. You know, I'm actually not entirely sure what to say about 24-hour party people. Uh, I think I said um, in, the, in the previous episode, when I when I found out that this was going to be uh, the, the next film I was, I was going to watch for the podcast, I, I was really excited and I, and I said, oh yeah, all my friends love this film. Um, I, 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 I'm going to be honest now, I... I, I, I don't actually remember if if that is completely accurate because, um, I'm I'm now starting to think: Do I know anyone who's who's seen it before? I'm I'm guessing most of my friends probably have. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people who really like Steve Coogan. 
and I really like Steve Coogan. I'm a big fan of Alan Partridge. Um, and the funny thing about this film is it, it's nothing like an episode of Alan Partridge, but you, you can't really get Alan out of your head because um, th- this version, th- this, this portrayal of um, journalist Tony Wilson, played by Coogan um, in this film, it does have that, that very Partridge-esque feel to it because he's playing the part of someone who presents uh, items on, 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 the, on like, was it the old grey whistle test? Is that what he did? See, this is the thing. I don't know if I'm getting any of my facts right. Um, but yeah, um, it, it's simply to do with Tony Wilson and, and Factory Records in Manchester, the story behind that. And it's a good story. And, and uh, there are, <clears throat> there, there are some, um, great stories woven into this film because, you know, it's, it's, it, it's to do with punk rock. Um, I suppose actually, cause that they, they, I, you, know, you you see some footage of the Sex Pistols that's, that's sort of, uh, it, you know, it, it, it emerges with the reconstruction, the, the sort of, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the, the way the, the um, uh, reenactments, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, and... I found it pretty interesting. It, it didn't quite, I suppose, because maybe maybe I got my hopes up way too high. Uh, something told me I was really going to love this film. I think when I watched the, the first scene, I kind of thought, yep, this is going to become a new favourite of mine. And and ultimately, I think it, it, that didn't really happen. You know, I, I realised that... Um, because it actually got me thinking of another film, which is actually a very different film, uh, SLC Punk. Uh, that is actually that's that's probably my favourite indie film. Uh, and actually, because th- that said, I, I I'm, I'm pretty sure this this film doesn't fall into the indie category. This wasn't really like a an independent because yeah, the, um, it, it it was. I don't know, because film four, they had a hand in it. I don't know. <laughs> I've no idea what what qualifies as indie anymore. But anyway, um, I would recommend SLC Punk. I mean, this is why I'm actually going to be quite brutal and say, that would I watch Twenty Four Hour Party People again? Probably not, because. You know, my recommendation based off of this viewing would be SLC Punk. It did a lot more um, as as kind of a punk rock related film, um, and and it did it a lot earlier because Twenty Four Hour Parts People was two thousand and two. SLC Punk I think was ninety eight or ninety nine, um, and it's definitely worth checking out because I I kind of just came across it because um, I think it was it was like. Uh, in 2012 or something, sort of around that time, YouTube uh, came up with this uh, this this new section for films because this is when they they first enabled people to uh, watch full length f- films. And at first, it was free because they 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 decided they they would um, put up films that were either completely out of copyright or that you know. Um, 
they managed to get licensing for and and that there was an interesting mix of different films um i i discovered some interesting movies that you know sort of like what i'm doing now <laughs> but yeah so one of these films was was slc punk you know it just caught my eye and i because I, I i was i was quite curious about um punk culture and this film it it um i don't know i I, it was it was it was clearly a personal project. It came from a personal place, uh, and I, I, it just answered all those questions that were kind of in my head about uh, about about the scene. Yeah, because um, it's not really something I grew up with. It it, it was dead before <laughs> long before I was born. Um, but yeah, so anyway, getting back to twenty four hour party people. Like I said, I I, I wouldn't say that. This is going on my favourites list, and you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think it was awful. I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I might watch it again, but like I think I said last week, I think I'm more likely to rewatch the 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 films that I, I'm kind of discovering that I, I didn't even have you know have any idea about or anything. Anyway, um, <clears throat> enough of that. Uh, I'm, I'm now going to be told. Uh, which which film I shall be talking about next week? American Psycho. Ooh, <laughs> I, I do have a friend who absolutely adores that film. I haven't seen it, so next week we're going to find out what I think about American Psycho. You guys want to go skateboards? It is time for the six-minute shout-out. So let's spin that wheel. Let's. Uh... Yeah, um, just let it go around a bit. Uh, cool, there are a lot of things on that wheel. It's, it, it, it just takes forever. Come on. We haven't got all day. What's it going to land on? Guardians of Harmony. Right, I, um, this is something for the My Little Pony fans. Uh, Hasbro have announced uh, My Little Pony Guardians of Harmony. Uh, this is a new toy line and comic series. Uh, and here's the thing, because I, I do watch My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. I've been following it for several years. Um, it, it is one of my favourite cartoons. I never got into the toys. Like, you know, even as a child, I, I, I didn't really have any interest in, in those, those particular toys. Um, and I think because... Well, the thing I like about this show is that the, the people who, who write it they they do take risks. They um, go, go into into very kind of um, I I don't know just um, they, they 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 keep it very kind of energized. It has much more of a pulse than most shows of that ilk. Um, and and I feel like the toys for a long time were, were just very plain. Just um, there the, there was nothing nothing that really captured what was good about this series. Um, and uh, but it, it turns out now they've they've come up with something that's actually uh, I, from what I've seen a very 
very accurate uh, representation of what of of, uh, of the TV series because these are these are action figures. The key word being action because you know, the um, they actually do things. The, 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 they they come with um, these little figures. They, they they come with swords and shields and armor and things and. Um, there's one toy in particular. It, it's um, Spike the dragon, but it's not just uh, the 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 little the little guy. There's a version of Spike um, from the episode where he he grows up and becomes a giant. Um, it's just like a rampaging monster. Um, they've actually made an action figure of that, um, and it, and it's wonderful because. Yeah, um, there, there are certain things about these toys that, that don't fully match up to what we've seen on the show, but that's actually kind of a good thing because you have this dragon that, that, that wears golden armor and ponies can ride on its back wielding swords. It's, it's quite remarkable. It's, I think it's a good example of how much things have changed. Um, and it looks like from, because there, there are pictures of the, their advertising campaigns that show that you know girls and boys are playing with it now. It, it's it's become a very gender neutral thing, which I'm all for, because I don't think that um, children should be, should be made to think that uh, certain toys are designed for a, a particular gender. Uh, clearly, these toys they they they're not pandering to one or the other. And, and saying that you know we're going with this style because it, it's more girly, or we're going with this style because it's more manly. This is the thing that that children like to play with, and from what we've seen, you know, the, the, a lot of evidence has shown adults too. <laughs> the thing is, because I'm I, I'm always, I am kind of tempted to um, to. to uh, order myself one of the, these action figures but because I'm, I'm not that much of a collector um, and I think because I, I do have that that slight concern that I'm taking almost taking toys away from children <laughs> yeah because um, you know, so many adults like this series and I think so many of them are going to uh, get right into the, this, this toy line and I, I just think we should save some of them, you know, spare some for, for the little ones, <laughs> because that, that, that's the target demographic. Um, but the, yeah, the, it's, it's not just me. I, I, I do know people uh, who, who follow children's shows. You know, Adventure Time, that, that actually captured a lot of adults. That's another show where I, I know way less about um, the, the younger people who watch it. Uh, from what I've seen, it, it, it seems almost like mostly adults uh, watch watch those shows, and it's fascinating because uh, I think I suppose when I was a teenager, uh, I had this idea that um, when you get to a certain age, you never go back, you never take any interest. You know, I, I was starting to meet people who had video collections and DVD collections that were, you know, just. Um, Strictly uh, 15, 18 rated uh, movies and things. And I got this feeling of, you know, oh, so 
they're at that stage now where they, they don't have any interest in the stuff that, that's aimed for younger people. But, you know, um, I, I like the fact that now I... I, I suppose it, it's made easier because more people are doing it, but, yeah, I, I have learned that, you know, it, it, that there's, that there is no rule book. That's the thing you've got to bear in mind. Even if um, it wasn't a popular thing, it's good to just be yourself and um, be able to to just be comfortable knowing that this this is a thing that you like. It it just it can be easier said than done. You guys want to go skateboards? Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F U M P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. It's Beluga Weekly time. Yeah, and uh, the good... Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. News is that this week uh, I get to choose a comic that I actually feel is worth talking about. So this is episode number 65, I think I'm going to go with. Yeah. Um, and I, I tried to be a, a little bit artistic here. I, I desaturated it so it's in sort of a an old black and white kind of look. I mean, actually, the main reason for that is uh, this episode was uh, kind of a parody of Matt, the, the Matt comic strip, um, 
I completely forgot. Hang on. Um, the 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 from the from the independent. Uh, hang on. Yeah. Um. Oh, is it the independent? I'm trying to think now. Anyway, the the cartoonist who just goes by the name of Matt. Um, because it yeah, uh, he's known for doing political or topic, just generally topical. Yeah, Matt Pritchett, that's his name. Matt Pritchett, MBE, he's a member of the British Empire. Yeah, um, is it the, uh, is it the Independent that he works for? Uh, oh, the Daily Telegraph, not the Independent, what was I thinking? Uh, I, I don't read papers, as you probably guess, because I, I just, uh, I'm a fan of his work because I, I would I would look at it online and and I just set it up as like a, a a widget that would give me the latest one each each day, so I didn't really have to know where, where it was coming from. Yeah, so so the Daily Telegraph, um, and yeah, I uh, I think yeah, the, the, this was one that I I brought out in March. This would have been March uh, two thousand and uh, two thousand and ten, I think, uh, and. I I um yeah the date's right there actually twenty sixth of March two thousand and ten um and it had been very rainy around that time there was there was, was very rainy weather and um um there were noises outside sorry about that um yeah I uh, um and I noticed that uh, we we seem to be getting the April showers much earlier. Uh, that particular year, so I did this. Uh, I decided, decided to do the uh, the latest Beluga Weekly. It's just just like a one panel, just a single panel comic strip, and it's two ducks, and they have like a chart uh, where it just says March, April, May, June, July, August. Oops, excuse me. Um, and underneath all of these months, there's a picture of a sun, except for March. Which has a, a, a rain cloud, and one of the ducks is pointing up at this, and he's saying to the other one, "We have decided to bring this year's April showers forward to March." So yeah, um, obviously I, I I gave the punchline away, <laughs> but I think I like this because it 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 um it, it pays homage to various different comics as it like it um. Mainly, the the Matt comics, because uh, it, it it isn't necessarily drawn in that style, but the, I think when when I was drawing it, it, it just sort of occurred to me that this is um, rather similar to the type of thing that you'd, you'd see in the Daily Telegraph with with Matt. So yeah, I um, that's why I decided to desaturate it to make it like a black and white newspaper comic strip. Um, and I, I put in some detail, like, it's not very heavy, they, they, they never are very heavy on detail, uh, but, um, I added a, a frog who's, who's holding some paperwork and just to sort of, just walking along in the background. All of these animals are wearing ties, uh, because the, the, the frog's tie is, is, is kind of curled up and I think that, that might, there might be some Dilbert inspiration with that one. Um, there's also a little worm. Uh, has a little collar and tie. That's quite cute. 
Yeah, uh, and and also there are no speech bubbles because, uh, like I said, uh, I've made it so that one of the the ducks is pointing up and uh, appears to be saying something. Because uh, I, I was I was doing this kind of math thing, and also Gary Larson did this with a lot of his comics, um, where the the dialogue is just just like a little paragraph at the bottom. Um, because you you don't always have to do it as a, a talk balloon. You don't have to do it that way. Uh, it, um, it 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 can work. Just just putting the dialogue down there at the bottom. So yeah, and I think I, I like it because it is kind of simple. I, I I sort of feel like this is what I should be going for most of the time because it's not demanding of an incredible amount of detail. I think if if I did more work like this, yeah, because I, I was thinking about this earlier today, the biggest problem I seem to face is uh, I keep setting the bar a bit too high, or yeah, I I um I'll make something that doesn't quite look right because the, there is a, a a certain need for more detail, and it, it's very frustrating because I see other cartoonists do so much with less you know they um I, I think part of being really good being really talented at uh, 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 um, drawing stuff is that these people that they they can keep it very low-key or um my, my, my brother-in-law used the term lo-fi like for, for a lot of like children's book illustrations but it's amazing how i, I think style goes a long way uh and and it's all about just knowing what style works best for you, because on one hand you want to do a good job, but you don't want to, you know, just uh, just make it uh, needlessly uh, difficult. So yeah, but yeah, I I was very happy with that one, and who knows, maybe I'll use this as in, for as a bit of inspiration or like just. This maybe is it as a guideline for for future projects. You guys want to go skateboards? Yeah. So um, uh, I'm now recording <clears throat> recording this uh, on the Saturday, hoping that I will be able to get this all finished uh, to upload it later on. Um, because yeah, um, normally I would have had the episode up uh, first thing, um, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's been different this week. I I, I just Basically, did, didn't get around to um, doing any recording on Thursday or Friday. So yeah, uh, it, it is going to be different. Um, obviously, if you're hearing this now, this is when the episode made it up online. Um, so I think what, I, what I'll be doing is <laughs> just putting out a message on Twitter as as I as I say all this, uh, just because yeah. Um, in case anyone's wondering, yeah, just gonna make sure I do that. Um, yeah, because um, for those of you who don't know, I I record the, the each episode of the podcast in segments, and I work it out so that um, I do a bit of recording on Monday and on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Friday is when I just do like the before and after recordings, so like the introduction, the, the bit that goes. So yeah, so um, so I um, as as I, as I speak, 
uh, I'm I'm still getting ready to to do the before and after parts. Um, yeah, because uh, I, I uh, that's mainly because for the intro, I, I kind of need to know that I already have an episode pretty much, because that's when I say here's what's coming up in this week's episode. I talk about all the, all the things that I ended up going into in the episode. So so yeah, uh, I'm just gonna write this this tweet. Uh, latest episode. This latest episode um, is taking longer to complete. To complete than usual. Sorry for the delay. I'm just gonna make sure that. So yeah, so so you would have seen that now. So. Um, that that should have answered your question when you saw it, hopefully. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I'll just uh, I'll just put my name so that we know that it's me. Yeah. Um, this episode is taking longer to complete than usual. Sorry for the delay, Andy. Yeah. Uh, and I have a I have a new follower for my new stuff. Hang on. Um, New stuff. There, there's something that's <laughs> you know I've, I've actually um, added to my my plan um, when when I because uh, I at the start of next month I hope to try and um, do some more work on this uh, April the first issue of New Stuff and it, it is for real even though it's it's coming out on April Fool's Day it, it's kind of just um, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a um, a kind of offbeat issue because it's actually the first one of this year um I'm, i might do some more the thing is god there are so many ideas i'm coming up with and i think because you know i, I think it's, it was a good move to just try and make sure that i do some sketching each morning because that's when i kind of put myself into a position of right um I'll, I'll, it's a bit like making notes or just 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 Put, give myself some options and think things to start off with, start me off. Because I have a big list of, of things that I thought would make good ideas for comics, and I think what I'm going to try and do is um, take each of those ideas and I'm just going to go through. I'm going to go through them all and and draw something that I think kind of illustrates what it what it might be, and so maybe just maybe do something that might um, later on become the, the front cover of the comic, because they're the yeah, um, these are ideas I've had for one-shot uh, comics. Things like um, Paula and the Parasites. That's one thing that I'd quite like to do because in in Beluga Weekly there were, there's there's this um, this group called Hank D and the Parasites. That's that's what they were. Uh, I think for some reason I I, I thought uh, Hank was a, a bit of a dull character and, and I actually much preferred this other character who kind of turns up whenever they're the they're the central focus of Beluga Weekly uh, as character Paula. And somehow I'm I, I just ended up thinking it's her band now. Like, I'm just gonna just gonna slam the brakes on and just be like, okay, get off Hank. <laughs> yeah, um but yeah, uh so I think I'm gonna do one shot of that maybe. Um I think because I I've been really 
struggling with writing because I, I'm I'm not too bothered about what I write because the whole thing is I, I'll write something, I'll put it to one side, write something else, put it to one side and just keep going until I can kind of think, okay, now I need an idea. Here's a, a, a selection of ideas. I can choose which one I like best. Because I thought that was a good system. But, I, you know, I'm really starting to struggle to to even do that, to even kind of commit to writing various different ideas down. Because uh, I'm, I'm starting to think, what do I really need out of that? Because you know, maybe the sketches is, you know, that's, that's probably something to work off. I don't know. But that, you know, we'll, we'll have to just wait and see, you know. Um, but I think the uh, the next actual comic, because I'm not counting Beluga Monthly as, as, as like a, a book because it is something you can see for free online. The new the new one is there, <laughs> the the February edition. It's, it's on belugatoons.com. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give more details on that later. But yeah, um, so so yeah, new stuff is very likely to sh- to show its face again. <laughs> you guys want to go skateboards? Well, that's about it for this week. So before I send you all on your merry way, as usual, uh, yeah, I, here I'm going to be talking about uh, the comic book club just quickly. Um, this is the Southampton Comic Book Club. Uh, every third Thursday of each month, uh, it, it, it's it's at uh, the Goblet's Wine Bar. Uh, we we meet from about seven p.m. to ten p.m. around that time. Um, come get some food. Uh, talk about comics with us and yeah um it, it's it, it, i've I've really been enjoying it because i think when i first started you know the, the first one i went to was very good uh but this is the thing because i you know i'm the type of person who kind of takes a while to kind of settle into certain things and um uh, i think i went to to, to the, the the one that followed and after that i missed a couple i think because partly because uh, I went. I was. I was on holiday. I, I, actually, I don't know if they if they met uh, that that particular time. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I've I've enjoyed uh, each one that I've been to very very much. So, and I'm I'm learning more about comic book readers and what they expect out. Yeah, you know, what they want out of comics. Uh, so that's definitely useful information for me. Because yeah, um, uh, I, I I have just. Uh, Got got past the the second issue of Beluga Monthly, so yeah. If you if you like Beluga Weekly, my webcomic series, I've got a new webcomic that that is more of a of a an online book. You can go through, you can kind of flip through different pages. Yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna. Uh, this is this is another thing that I might create a special button for. <laughs> um, on on the website, if you go to uh, www.belugatoons.com B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S Yeah, um, it, it's it's there. It's uh, if if you go to go through the um, February posts, uh, you should be able to find it quite easily. I, I think you can just scroll down to it. Uh, hang on, I'm just going to confirm that. Um, you just do a bit of scrolling, 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 and it's like, oh, here we are, Beluga Monthly. February two thousand and sixteen. Yeah, um, it, it's weird. I'm gonna be honest. I won't lie. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll, I'll try and group together each Beluga monthly issue, um, so you can check those out and go through each one. 
because before you know it, it will, you know, we'll be we'll have a a, a quite a, a vast selection of these. So yeah, there is also Beluga Weekly, the weekly comic strip. You'll be able to find a link to my DeviantArt gallery, information on the new stuff comic book. Uh, yeah, new stuff is is one you can actually get. You can, have it, you can have it printed and delivered to your door. Yeah, uh, there's also a thing called the Blue Tunes Podcast. Not sure what that is. Uh, there's also Cow's Play. That's a weekly art project that I do. That, that's been going quite well. You'll be able to see my old drawings for Throwback Thursday. And um, Blue Monday. Every, every Monday, uh, I'm, I'm doing the uh, pencil drawings and, and just basic stuff that I... Um, yeah. Um, don't forget this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Deezer, and Acast. And I think um, Belu- uh, not Belugas, um podcasts.com now has a phone app you can download. I think there's something like that because you, you can access this podcast uh, via via that that particular site also. So yeah, uh, and I think that pretty much does it for this week. So thank you so much for for being here. It's it's very lonely without listeners. Take care, everybody, and bye bye.